Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie. And this is episode three of our podcast. to the podcast. If you haven't listened yet, part one of our two-part series discussing us getting laid off from our jobs is up. This episode, we'll talk about the next steps we took after getting laid off, where we are now, and the lessons that we learned along the way. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So similar to um, our last episode, Minnie, do you want to start by sharing what happened after you got laid off? I can start it off. So yeah, basically after two weeks later, uh, on the Friday, my manager and the HR person came back at the beginning of my shift and they brought me to a room and they sat me down and they basically went over the severance package with me with me and essentially the severance package was if you had worked there for over a year you got three months of sorry not three months three weeks <laughs> i wish it was three months three months is generous yeah three weeks of severance pay was it like was it a hundred percent of your base pay <laughs> um i don't know okay well just putting it out there um <laughs> Yeah, it was it was my base pay mm-hmm. for an additional three weeks, okay. and then if you were under a year employment, then you got nothing. But I mean, that last day was like pretty good because my coworkers were all really nice, mm-hmm. and my partner like we got along really well. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't see her that day, but like they all threw me like like a mini party. My yeah. farm techs like they were really sweet, and one of them like actually like knitted me um, a blanket. Mm-hmm. Like it was so so sweet. Um, and then my Starbucks kids, they, like, made me a drink for free. They knew. I know. They Your knew. Order. Yeah. I know. Everyone there was, like, really sweet. Yeah. So. The people you actually worked with definitely showed their appreciation, seems like. Yeah. And support. Yeah. yeah. And that was really nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's basically what happened my last day. And then after that, I, like, filed for unemployment right away, um, which I'm sure a lot of people are more familiar with, given COVID and everything. But at the time, like, I had no experience doing that. Do you want to explain the unemployment process, like what that was like for you and like the steps you took with that? Yeah, sure. So basically you like go online and you fill out this form and then your unemployment is you get a check every single week from the government. So it's like a decent amount of money. And then every single week you have to fill out like this questionnaire and it's, it's really easy. It's just a few questions and it's basically like confirming whether you're actually actively finding mm-hmm. employment. And then I prove that. I don't know. There's no way for them to prove it. They just, like, you just fill out a form. It's literally just, like, yes or no. Have you been <laughs> yeah. trying to find a job? They just take your word yeah, for so it. Yeah, so they take your word for it, which is, I mean, <laughs> people definitely abuse that during COVID. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and I think it only lasts for, like, six months, or mm, I'm so not sure. you can, time, like, time out of it. Yeah, yeah you can't, like, get an unemployment forever. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, a nice, like, cushion, I guess, while you're, like, trying to find a job. After your last day... Did you, like, immediately start applying for other jobs? Like, did you take some time to, like, kind of just step away from everything and, like, I don't know, like, recharge? Or, like, what did you do right after? I started applying for jobs ASAP. Yeah. Because I was really scared. I was terrified. Did you go home? Yeah, I went home. Um, I went back home to spend time with family. And, well, I used that time to, like... I guess, like, recover, but also use that time to actively apply for jobs. You didn't take a break, really. No, I didn't take a break. Because I was genuinely afraid I couldn't find a job. Right. And I was prepared to be unemployed for, like, months. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there was, like, a reason why I stayed at this job. Like, I couldn't find a job to begin with. And plus, because I never did a fellowship, I didn't do a residency post-grad, that I felt like I didn't have enough experience to get, like, another job besides, like, in this field. Mm. What was your experience, like, telling people about it, whether it was, like, friends or 
people like from school or like here or like back home family like what was that like any difficult conversations um or any conversations honestly, that surprised I feel like, you I feel like it was like a me problem <laughs> <laughs> I think so too <laughs> I think I just like had this idea that yeah. like being unemployed mm-hmm. or not unemployed sorry getting laid off was like shameful yeah because I didn't know anyone who got laid off like Do I was, think that okay well finish your thought first and then well, I have a question because <laughs> I feel like at the time when I got laid off I was so in shock I didn't know anyone who got laid off before like I was mm-hmm. like their first person so like I think I just assumed that nobody knew what getting laid off was and it okay. would be equated to getting fired and I like put a lot of like a success in my career I guess and you put a lot of what? like like I like base my like like I take pride in being mm-hmm. able to do well at my job mm-hmm. so like for someone to like think that I might have gotten fired like that would really like yeah hurt me which, yeah yeah so I think I was like ashamed to tell people like I really mm-hmm. did not tell a lot of people yeah or, like, I mean, did you feel like if you were going to tell someone, then you'd have to, like, share the whole story with them? Yeah, And, like, all justify, the details, like, yeah. Oh, just so you know, I got, to like... To explain the injustice yeah, and, yeah, like, that yeah, whole exactly. thing. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that maybe was part of it. But I think it was so fresh that I only told, like, my close friends. And even when I went back home, I was always thinking, like, oh, my God, like, are people going to be, like, why is Minnie home right now? Like, mm-hmm. who's home in the middle of the year? Did you have to explain yourself to No, anyone? actually, no one asked. But, did, like, did I... Did your parents... Well, I told my parents, and then they were, like, very understanding of everything. That's but good. It's because they, like, knew how bad my job was and yeah. how long hours I worked. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of, like, happy that I wasn't in that environment and anymore. You got a break. Yeah. yeah. But it definitely was a me issue. <laughs> um, that time I felt alone because yeah. I didn't know any anybody. I didn't know the process of, like, unemployment. Um, so that's why I think I felt, like, ashamed. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, everyone was really nice. Everyone, my friends were so great. And, like, you know, you were so sweet. So, <laughs> oh, <thank you>. go, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> but, um. I think I have my own theory on it. Okay, do share. <laughs> well, I do think, I agree. Like, you don't have a precedent, right? And you're, like, the, you're, like, the trailblazer. Yeah, for getting laid <laughs> for, off. <laughs> for a certain trauma. Like, mm. obviously, that's very difficult. And you have no one to talk to about. But I also think a lot of it is because of like the emphasis you put like you just said like the success that you've like you put a lot of your success in like performing well on your job yeah and I feel like you have to like prove to people sometimes that you're like working hard I feel like you getting laid off even though objectively like from a third party view like I would never have assumed it was a result of your performance Mm -hmm. you know like not at all like it's just something that I for me is so clear to me like oh it's a bigger picture thing it's a company Mm -hmm. thing it's a financial thing you know and at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day from the HR perspective or out of the, like they didn't personal I mean your manager is, is a different situation yeah but for the most part the company right the fact that they had to do layoffs that was completely just like a numbers thing yeah you know um but I feel like your like the perception that you had about what it meant to be laid off combined with maybe the pressure you already feel to have to like prove to others that you know like you work really hard in your job kind of like made it worse almost yeah I agree I think I have this like you know me issue chip on your shoulder <laughs> but yeah. not not like I, a chip I mean yet. I think it's because like <laughs> that's getting real deep <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. like I think I think it's just so interesting because a lot mm. of our stories even though like circumstances were very different there are actually a lot of parallels in terms of like our conversations like at a face level there's a lot of parallels as well but I didn't internalize things Mm -hmm. the way you did like at all which kind of just makes the point that like oh there's like other factors at play that you would have that you would have like interpreted something a certain way 
I think it's because for me, like, there's this underlying, like, I think because people might think that I'm lazy, I think that, like, like, you don't want to be perceived like, as lazy. Like, I don't want to be right. perceived so as lazy. So that motivates you. I'm very lazy in real life in terms of, like, I like to lounge around. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to sleep in, you know, like, whatever. But, like, in terms of my career, like, yeah. no one's seen me in that environment. Mm-hmm. And plus, also, like, no one knows what the pharmacist does. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's no one's fault. That's mm-hmm. just, like, the way it is. So I think in my mind, like, I think I just tend to, like, I guess naturally, or maybe it's, like, an insecurity of, like, Oh, because people might think I'm X, Y, Z in like to, real life that right. like they might think that like that translates mm-hmm. over to my career mm-hmm. or because if anyone talks to me, they know that I generally don't really have that much passion for my career development. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't have, that's a little bit different than you being able to do a good job, I guess. Yeah, it is. But yeah. I think in my mind, that's what I equate the two I together see. because yeah. it's like, I'm so like whatever about things that like I feel like people might perceive me Mm. as like oh she would be whatever in her career as well Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. that's like the complete opposite I'm not like that so I think that's probably why like that was so shameful for me or like at that time time, um and it was hard for me to like open up to people about how I got laid off even though like at like a face value like you said there's nothing wrong with being laid off right it has nothing to do with like you as a person like Mm -hmm. you didn't do anything wrong and like I would never think that of anyone else like you telling me you got laid off I never thought that so yeah it's interesting how like we look at ourselves in those Mm -hmm. situations and how we would perceive it for somebody else yeah but going back to the job search how long did that process take you um like finding a new job and what was that like for you um, honestly, it took a lot shorter mm-hmm. than I thought it would be. Um, I think I found a job within, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And it was because, like, one of my friends uh, referred me to a job at her place. So it was actually, like, a pretty simple process. Yeah. And then when we, when you were, like, applying for jobs, did anyone, like, ask? Like, did you, have to, an interview? did you have to address getting laid off as the reason for why you were looking for a new I job? Or how did you phrase didn't. that? Um, I just, like, phrased it as... Because, you know, during interviews, they always ask you, like, oh, what makes why, you want to yeah. join this company? Or, mm-hmm. like, why are you thinking about leaving your old company? Mm-hmm. I think I just phrased it as, oh, this is, like, what I'm looking forward yeah. like to in growing as, like, X, Y, Z. professional development. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't because, like, I got laid off. And mm-hmm. no one ever specifically... Asked. I think because the no timeline... <laughs> the timeline was so close on mm-hmm. my resume that it there wasn't, like, um like a... Uh, like missing chunks mm-hmm. and so like there wasn't anything to ask right but then in the job that I actually got referred to my friend had told her boss that I had gotten laid off so he actually brought that up during the interview mm-hmm. but it was super like chill like he didn't he didn't care at all he was yeah. just like yo getting laid off like sucks yeah. like it is what it is kind of thing and so. a lot of people that's so interesting and not to like steal this um part from you but that just reminds me that like, when my VP and manager had, like, a goodbye call with me or whatever, mm-hmm. they were just like, yeah, you know, uh, like, we've been working for a while. Like, we've been through a layoff. Like, it totally sucks at, like, previous. Oh, wow. Yeah, that just... I like that. Mm-hmm. that. That just goes to show... And they, like, my manager even, like, had a one-on-one call with me and had, like, specific advice for me. Having been so nice. Having been laid off herself from a previous job before. Yeah. And, yeah, I was just, like, happy to share about the experience. And it was not at all... Like, no one felt like shame. Yeah, it wasn't, like, a shameful thing, but just kind of, like, oh, this crappy thing happened to Mm -hmm. us, and, like, this is how we got through it, and, like, you're going to get through it, too. Wow, I really like that, because I feel like, yeah, no one really shares that. But your VP or, like, whoever interviewed you for that job that you went to probably just understood. Yeah, it wasn't like he got laid off, but he was, like, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. They don't even, they honestly don't question that. Yeah, so I think, again, that was my own perception of things, but clearly that was wrong. So, basically, I was wrong about everything. But you only you just made things harder for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I really did. I just internalized <laughs> a lot okay. of things for like no reason. <laughs> Thank you. 
I just, I just patted she her. She just patted me. A nice gentle, gentle pat. <laughs> so looking back at the overall experience, what were like your key takeaways and like what advice do you have for other people who've also just been laid off? My key takeaway is... First of all, it's okay to get laid off. <laughs> um, and also, like, looking back now, it was seriously a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time when you're in a job, I feel like as a young adult, we almost depend on having a job so much. Right. Because that's our source of income. Yeah. Like, And when you feel like you don't have a job, you almost feel, like, lesser than. And, like, I don't know, like, you can't take care of yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's lucky that we have our parents to, like, you know, depend on if, you know, worse comes to worse. But, like, I think... Yeah, people, like, almost equate, like, success with having a job. Like, job security? Yeah, job security. And I think for me, I was able... I basically put myself in this position where I was doing a terrible job just Mm. because I wanted job security. Right. And I... Because even at that time, I was looking for a new job, but I didn't Mm. leave. And I could 100% look back and, like... Like, just looking back at my whole career development, I could still be there now. Right. Because I was never going to leave that job until I found, like, the job that was worth leaving for. Mm-hmm. And even the job that I ended up taking post um, getting laid off, I actually knew about that job before I got laid off. Right. But I had actually said no to it. Initially dismissed Yeah, it. I was like, mm, not good enough, you yeah. know? But, like, but it, also, yeah. yeah, but in retrospect, I'm like, no, it was. It was, like, mm-hmm. it was better. And, like, I really enjoyed my coworkers at the next job, too. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had a good experience there as well, but I think just at the time, like, you just think, like, there's no other options, like, I have to keep subjecting myself to mm-hmm. this, but there really is other options out there. You just have to, like, trust and, like, um, you know, and, like, know that it'll be okay. Like, right. a job is not everything. So do you feel like then, because it <clears throat> seems like to me that although you recognize that you were unhappy and that there were, like, you recognize that it was an unfortunate situation, like, being at that job, but yeah. at the same time, at the end of the day, your priority was security. Like, what you valued most was security. Yep. So do you think that's shifted? You mean not valuing job security? Yeah. Because at the Um, end of the day, it wasn't about you not being aware of your situation. It was just what you cared about the most. Yeah. So has that shifted at all for you? I think it has. I I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. I definitely still value job security. Mm -hmm. But I think a part of me just realized, like, wow, like, just trusting in God to provide and, like, um, knowing that, like, even when you feel like there's no other options, like, yeah. I truly felt like I had no, like, other experience. but to stay there. Yeah, like, I didn't mm-hmm. think I had the experience to get any other job. Mm-hmm. I really felt that way. But clearly I was wrong. So I think in that sense, like, I think that anything can happen and, like, you're, you are, like, holding yourself back right. almost. And, I mean, I'm not saying, like, everyone quit your job and, like, find another job in, like, a month, you know? Like, I don't know everyone's situation, but just, like, know that you don't have to subject yourself. Like, if it's truly a bad like, you know, working yeah, environment. Trust your gut on yeah, that. and just yeah, if sleep. You're unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, could definitely dive into because it happened with you. <laughs> <laughs> you dive know, into what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat what you just said? <laughs> you know, diving because even when I, I told you to leave your job, you know? Oh yeah. yes, prior, not yeah. the job. Not the I job was you are now, but I told you yeah. to leave your job. But do you think you would have given that same advice? No, I don't think I would have. Wow. Because like it was a different circumstance and yeah. I think because I went through that, mm. I was like, I feel like You see that things work yeah, out. Yeah, and like because mm-hmm. I know other people told you that as well, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like once you go through something you like really realize that more and more. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I guess like looking back on that, so so basically the job I was at before I got laid off Mm -hmm. um was a similar situation in the sense that I was like very unhappy it was very frustrating and difficult for me and it was like um 
wearing on my mental health and like some mm-hmm. of my relationships too. But I also hesitated from leaving that job yeah. because I didn't have anything lined up, and it was the fear. job security. Right? Yeah, it was the fear of like, well, I did want to leave, and I was searching, I guess, but yeah. I was like hesitant to to put in my last date before I had something lined up again yeah. because I didn't want to risk insecurity, mm-hmm. not knowing like, oh, when I'm gonna find the next job. Yeah. But to your point, I also learned from that experience. Yeah, to mm-hmm. trust trust your gut, trust like your feelings, kind in a mm-hmm. sense, and trust that like there is a bigger picture at play and like yeah god's got your back in no, one yeah. way or another yeah, yeah. definitely takeaway point so i mean like let's get into your experience all right let's do it what happened afterwards so after i got laid off i think in part one i talked about just that conversation with hr and my sap of like him telling me i was getting laid off but um Unlike yours, they dove into severance details right away. I don't remember if I talked about this in part one. I I think you did, yeah. I did, yeah. The fact that I had still, like, three months Mm -hmm, um, of buffer time. And, yeah, they had given me how many weeks of severance? I think six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, six weeks of severance for any employee that was there under a year. Which is, is like, very generous. generous. And it was also matched my base pay. So, similar to you, after I found out I was getting laid off, I immediately I think my reaction to that was immediately like not like how can I fix this but okay like let's move on mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't really take a step back to like I guess like process much or be sad yeah. or really think about emotion my emotions my response was very much so like all right let's just like turn back the gears into job search mode and so I immediately hit up the third-party recruiters that I had worked with eight months prior um to you know did they remember you yeah oh wow and that's yeah. so nice and so I think that's why like part of my advice for others and something I'm glad that I did is like I definitely preserved my network well mm, and when yeah. I had worked with my third party recruiters back in February um even even the recruiters where yeah maybe I had gotten an offer through like one of their clients but I turned that down like I still Mm -hmm. made sure to like end on a positive note with them and to be transparent with them through the end Mm -hmm. so that they would be willing to help me in the future you know and like invest time into me again Mm -hmm. so I yeah I hit them up right away I I turned up turned on my job alert Mm -hmm. (laughs) um toggle on LinkedIn indeed yeah I did the the whole shebang yeah <laughs> i I don't, I don't remember how many jobs I applied to, but yeah, I started applying right away, and I actually didn't i told so I told everyone except for my family oh <laughs> so different <laughs> which is which is um was it hard different. for you to tell people though well, because no. I feel like you already told us like three yeah. months beforehand like right. there was a yeah risk I, of getting laid mm-hmm. off so I think like when i yeah when I found out that there was a risk, I had already told people about it um and and not even just close friends like if work somehow came up in a conversation (laughs) and it was about like people checking in on my job at that Mm -hmm, company I would be like oh it's going great but I might get laid off but fingers crossed yeah I just like because that was knowledge that I knew at that time you know yeah so (laughs) yeah I had already said that and then when I got laid off like yeah I told people (laughs) such a different experience (laughs) like but, didn't tell anyone and the reason I didn't tell my family right away wasn't because I was ashamed I just didn't want them to worry and yeah, I think like parents always care about like job security too like they want to make sure their children are like taken care of mm-hmm. and provided for and it's like natural for a parent to worry and yeah. especially like 
seven months prior when I had left that other job that mm-hmm. I was unhappy with. Like, my parents, you know, like, they were very supportive because I was, like, I would, that was, like, I was in tears when I left that job. Yeah. And, like, when I told my parents about the situation and just the extent of my happiness, like, mm-hmm. they, once they heard me, like, like, bawling on the phone, <laughs> my dad immediately was, like, like, wait, actually, he was, like, hang up, like, it's not safe for you to drive. <laughs> like, because it, okay, like, it was, like, that. 11 p.m., me yeah. driving home. It was, like, busy, busy yeah. season, you know? It was, like, 11.30 yeah. p.m. He's, like, okay, stop, like, <laughs> like oh don't get emotional God. while driving. It's not safe. And then immediately when I got back to my apartment, like, I had texts from both my parents saying, like, we support whatever you do. I remember like, that. Like, yeah, we yeah. care about you. And it was so, like... So sweet. Um, yeah, it was, like, yeah. so heart-touching for me, too, because, like... As a parent, as an immigrant, like, security is so, so like, important. important to you and it's ingrained in you, yeah. you know, to just, like, have to attain that security. Like, that's all you yep. want. <clears throat> so, anyway, like, I just didn't want to worry my parents even. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to worry my parents and I was confident, like, I was like, let me just at least apply, like, a month or two. And if mm-hmm. I still can't find a job come, like, end of February, then I'll, like let my parents Eventually know tell them. Yeah, yeah but if I can you know if I can like apply and find a job then I don't need to unnecessarily worry them yeah and like thankfully for me that was the case mm-hmm. so after I got laid off in like mid um, November mm-hmm. I yeah immediately started applying started going on interviews and this is pandemic era of interviews yeah <laughs> so, so different Such a I different know. experience. so I had my first um like video interview mm-hmm. and like several <clears throat> after that yeah so I did that with for like a few different companies and ultimately accepted an offer from the company that I'm working at now um which is like an ad tech programmatic marketing company anyway (laughs) but yeah I accepted an offer mid-December which I was really happy about I felt very like blessed to have found something before the holidays and then when I you know saw my whole family for the holidays yeah like with my parents I don't think I even like I with my parents I'm just like yeah I got laid off but I'm starting a new job I think I led with like oh I'm starting a new job in January (laughs) because I got because I got laid off (laughs) 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 and then and then yeah with like some other extended relatives it was Mm. just more so like oh I'm just I'm starting a new job in January Mm, you know and it just it didn't seem necessary to have to explain the whole situation yeah yeah but it wasn't like a secret either or something I was it was just you know like ease of like explaining something yeah um yeah so that was my experience and like of like telling people and like how long it took me to find another job so what are your lessons learned so or advice for others for me kind of like what I touched on before definitely like maintain good relationships identify who you want in your corner professionally Hmm. for me I'm very much so like a quality not a quantity kind of gal you know and so whether you are mm -hmm. okay (laughs) (laughs) yes in friendships as well as in professional Mm. like professional relationships um yeah I just definitely obviously you know it never hurts to like really reach out like two degrees past your network to like yeah just talk to someone because like you never know like you should you'll be surprised like how much people are willing to help you yeah, totally. So never hesitate to reach out. But for me, like, I feel like whenever I leave either a certain company or that period in my life in February when I was job searching, I just, like, mentally was, like, okay, like, I identified, like, who I wanted to keep in my corner should mm-hmm. anything, like, happen again in the future. Yeah. And so that's definitely I ha- advice that I have for people. And then the only other advice that I have that I guess I took my own advice for and I was happy that I did is after you, you know, if you get laid off, and hopefully you don't, but if you get laid off, 
um, take a step back to like think about the opportunity, the next opportunity that you want to take. And I think it can be tempting to kind of like freak out <laughs> and yeah. again be like spooked by the job insecurity and then just say yes to like any the f- job. The yeah, first to, job that to says any yes. job. Yeah, but you're like, oh, a job is better than no job. Yeah. But I, I don't think that is um, the most wise. And if you can afford afford to like assume yeah. you have some cushion right and obviously if you need to pay your b- bills you need to yeah. pay your bills but <clears throat> I mean to be honest I took the first job <laughs> <So> <laughs> not I'm not giving this advice <laughs> yeah it's different for everyone yeah. you know but for me personally like I took a step back and I was very thoughtful about reflecting on the professional experiences yeah. that I had under my belt so far, what mm-hmm. I liked about them, what I didn't like about them, how I wanted to grow as a professional and what organization, team structure, like role structure would support that best. Right. And so and so having those thoughts I guess like having having clarity with those thoughts or at least a general idea mm-hmm. really helped me to be able to sift through different opportunities and not be easily swayed or pulled by like one or the next just because like oh they say they have good work-life balance or like they're offering the most money but like just really identifying like your priority items yeah and like how you want to grow and so then in that way you can make sure that then that what you're saying yes to is Mm -hmm. saying yes to something that truly is going to align with what you're looking for and I think that always results in like like a happy you and a happy like company (laughs) yeah yeah no I mean that's great advice totally support that you know couldn't Um, do that for myself a job is a job though I mean so you know if those if there are people out there who took the first job I get that too because I did that no yeah (laughs) to each their own but solid advice I would tell myself the same thing case by case situation yeah it is really case by case Mm -hmm. but so thanks for listening to part two of our series about getting laid off to sum it up getting laid off is difficult and each person's experience is different if you've been laid off during the pandemic or in another circumstance, know that we totally empathize with you and wish you the best. You're not alone. And if you have any follow-up questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Relatively Asian. Until next time, bye. Bye. bye.